Hello and welcome. I am Kim Keen, host of the One of a Kind You podcast. I started this podcast to share my journey of my past self, a woman who was struggling with leaving her teaching career and adjusting to stay-at-home mom life, to help other women with their motherhood journeys or their work-life balance journeys so they can let go, make themselves a priority without all the sacrificing. If you are a regular listener of One of a Kind You, thank you so much for coming to listen to another episode. I am so appreciative of your time and your support and your uh, willingness to continue listening. If you are a new listener to One of a Kind You, welcome. I am so excited to have you stop by and take a listen. I hope that you enjoy what you hear today. So the way that this podcast usually works is I share a journal entry of mine from maybe five or six years ago, and then I reflect on what I know now as a certified life coach and a woman who has done a lot of inner work. So today, though, is going to be a little bit different in that as I was moving and packing, I found some podcast episodes that I had written before I decided to share my journal entries. And so I wanted to share one that I found and I titled it Trusting Yourself. And I think it's really relevant and important and something that um, I think as moms and as humans, we probably struggle with this. Um, on a regular basis and so what I wrote was I see so many moms and parenting Facebook groups asking other parents what they should do about their teens challenging behavior should they let their daughters take their device into their bedrooms should they or shouldn't they send their child to school in the fall and this was you know back during questions of pandemic time and really understanding how to navigate school and the pandemic. Um, what they should say about an absentee parent to their child, what they should say to the absentee parent for being an absentee parent, whether or not they should allow their child to go to a friend's house. And really a few things come to mind when I see these posts. One, are you asking to gauge your thoughts and perspective like a barometer? Or do you not trust yourself to decide what the right decision is? Or are you worried about making the wrong decision and getting criticized by others for the decision that you made? I can relate to all of these because I used to operate from these places on a daily basis. So I questioned myself a lot um, in the past and that is because I grew up um, and have been affected of childhood emotional neglect. So oftentimes growing up, I was told I want to do an activity and was told, mm, I don't know, that's dangerous, or are you sure, or where's that going to get you, or what, what value does that provide for you? Um, and also to clothes that I wanted to wear, uh, people I wanted to hang out with. And even as an adult, you know, I've been questioned as an adult by other adults in my family for decisions that I made or want to make. And also too, it happened at work. I can remember um, being a teacher, a new teacher in the state of Delaware. I had already been teaching for almost three years. And when I taught in New Hampshire, I ran my classroom very effectively. I had workstations. And in my literacy workstations, I still had a math workstation because the activity in, the, in that station required the children to read and use concepts of reading, you know, going from left to right when reading and things like that. And so there was this young instructional coach who probably had the same amount of teaching experience as me. 
and she questioned, why did I have a math station in literacy stations? And that triggered me so badly that after she left my room that day, I scrapped the whole thing and started completely fresh. Instead of saying, I don't really care what she thinks about why I'm doing this. I know why I'm doing this. I'm following research-based practices when I implement my workstations. That's all that matters. Are my students learning? Yes. Are they quietly engaged and productively engaged in the task? Yes. Those are the things that should have mattered, not her opinion, because she couldn't And not to say that you have to disregard everyone's opinion, especially if they have value in their opinion and the feedback that they're giving you. However, in this situation, she couldn't tell me really why she had a problem with the way that I was doing things or was even questioning the way that I was doing things because I look back now on that experience and I can still see my classroom as clear as day. And my students were actively engaged in their learning. They were on task. They were exploring math tools. They were exploring literacy concepts and they were engaged and they were having fun while they were learning. And those things right there should have made me stand up for myself and say, I appreciate your question. However, this is my rationale for having it the way that it is. Boom, boom, boom. Done. And really standing firm and true in who I was and the decision I was making as an educator. And so but I was so worried about making you know, the wrong decision and being criticized for it, not just from her, but from my administrative team, from other teachers if they found out that I was doing things just a little bit different than them. And it goes back to parenting too. I mean, there were times where I questioned myself as a parent and I looked to other people to help me make a decision or I looked at what other parents were doing and the decisions that they were making in similar situations and it wasn't the decision it wasn't the decision I would have made and so then I started to doubt myself like oh gosh maybe that's not the right decision but here's the thing is that everyone has to everyone that responded had their own opinion their own thoughts and they were based on their life experiences they didn't know the intricacies of the situation They didn't know the maturity level of the child in question. They didn't know that person's life experiences and the current situation in an in-depth way. And most of the times, the advice that the other moms were providing was really, truly well-intentioned. But here's the truth. Only you know the whole situation, what your child is capable of handling, what you're capable of handling. And so we really need to trust ourselves. And you're probably thinking, how? How am I supposed to do that when I've been told so many times in the past that I was wrong? I've been told in the past that the decision I was making wasn't the best decision. And you've been criticized. And you're really just kind of maybe checking in to see like where you are with other people's thought processes. So this is what I would do. This is my recommendation for how you... Trust yourself and don't rely on the opinions and the feedback of others. One, ask yourself, what is preventing you from making the decision? Is it a limiting belief? Is it fear? What is it? Two, look for the evidence where you've been able to navigate a challenging situation in the past. A challenging situation that's similar to the situation that you're going through right now. 
And three, stop asking strangers. <laughs> if you want guidance, you can reach out to me. I'm a certified life coach. I have years of an education background. You can ask me because I understand human behavior. I understand the things that drive our behavior. And I understand how to help identify people's patterns that they're running and how to change that pattern. So if you have a question, please reach out to me. You can email me. You can reach out to me via social media. And I love to hear from my listeners. It really makes my day. So remember that you have everything within you. That's number four. You have everything within you to make the decisions that you need to make for yourself, for your children, for your immediate family, your household, your pets. You have everything you need within you. It's just a matter of allowing you to trust yourself. So I hope that you found today's episode helpful. I want to thank you again for taking the time to tune in. And if you feel like this was helpful and a friend would benefit from listening, please feel free to share because the more the merrier. And also, if you could take a few minutes to leave a review, I would be so appreciative because I read the feedback from the reviews so that I can continue to make this podcast everything that you need and more. And so I just want to thank you again for taking the time to tune in and listen, and I'll hope you stop by next week. See you then.